Do you know what? Two things. Um, I always start with um, don't know, two things that have made me laugh starting this is the fact that every time I come on and I'm like ready to record, I uh, I press record and the, the three second countdown comes down and I get ready to speak and then it's always a picture because the default settings picture and then you've got to change it to video. So I've got about how many videos have I done? Like maybe five, just still pictures of me just sat here waiting to talk <laughs> every single time. And then this, I've just looked, just checked before, just before I went on. And uh, I wake up, on Sundays, I wake up to some, like, funny burner stuff. Me, like, you know, burner accounts who just, like, tweet you just shit through the night. And Sundays is the worst for it because they've been out Saturday, they get back fucking whatever time in the morning and they will make, they've got nothing to do, so they'll make these burner accounts and fucking, half my head's off, and let me get, get it up a bit. There you go. So they'll make these burner accounts. And this one, all time the best ever. This is the best burner account He's gone now. I wish I'd screenshotted his tweets before. I don't know why I didn't think of screenshotting his tweets before he went. Because the first time I replied to him this morning when I've looked, like I replied to two of his, I think he did nine, nine tweets. He just deleted his account. I'm gutted. Someone even laughed at him as if some little, I don't know if it's a lick ass on his side. Yeah, some little lick ass laughed at, laughed at one of his things and they weren't funny at all. So he, he made the account yesterday and then a, like late last night and his first tweet was asking for Aston Villa tickets um, and then after a couple of hours he just turned on me so he was asked he sent me nine different tweets but three was to round the bend asking him with book tagging me in them asking him why he's friends with me um, why, he's in, why he's embarrassing Scousers by being friends with me and then the others were to me uh, asking me why I, one asking me why I support Liverpool then one, one another one different one saying that uh Every every everybody hates me in the away end, and that's the one thing Everton have got <laughs> over Liverpool is that they haven't got somebody like me supporting them, which I think is quite harsh. It's definitely bad Everton fans. Some of the some of the Everton E fans are fucking awful, but okay, fair enough. Listen, I can't argue. And uh, and then there was another one that said, uh, and then he was kicking off about the fact that I'm a wool and I'm taking tickets off Scousers, as if I like as if I'm taking tickets off Scousers. So. Yeah, and then he deleted his account, sadly. Nine tweets, all between three o'clock and half three to six to me, three to round the bed. And just all kicking off, but he's gone now. That's the second burner account this weekend, which is actually not too bad. What I, I had one, one, usually get them on Saturday and Sunday because people go out Friday, Saturday, but yeah, that's my favourite one of all time. I need to make sure I save his account. John Jones, but <laughs> John Jones, but John spelt with a H, so I don't know if that's a play on. The actual John Jones, and then the numbers is one eight six nine one seven. So, John Jones one eight six. That's a. Do you reckon that's a default name, or do you reckon he's, that's how he thinks John Bone, John Bones Jones is spelt like that with an H? With an H. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway, so this is a this video. This is a like a video, I suppose, or slash podcast. I don't know how people are. The, it's not getting as much downloads. Like they're getting like so. Like all the videos between them have had like two thousand some. Um, <laughs> Downloads, but 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 the people I'm talking about, talking to about it and stuff, they're saying that's really good for the for the start. But then the YouTube views are quite good. They have dropped off now though. But I guess a lot of just people was intrigued at first, and then they just think, man, he talks shit. But um, but yeah, loads of people have been saying doing a Liverpool video, and I, and they've been saying do po- pre or post match this weekend. But I can't be asked. I don't think I'm, I'm not. But I'm not watching the game today. I won't even be watching the match. I think I might watch the first half, and then I'm going out. So. So I just can't be asked doing a pre-match or post-match. I'll watch it and then I'll, on the Tuesday Liverpool one I do or Tuesday football one when there's probably a bit of a Liverpool segment in it. Not decided. I might do a separate Liverpool and football one, but I'll do a, a football one which has like a Liverpool bit in it 
Um, but yeah, I'm just going to do something. So I've, loads of people have been tweeting me sick ideas, you know. So one person tweeted me last night, which is a good idea, which I'm going to do is a year, like a yearly thing. And I keep saying I'll do this for 12 months and see where we are. So it'd be good. That can be the video where it's a 12 month review. Um, and it's Premier League winner, goals, top goal scorer, best signing of the season, flop of the season. So I'll do that some point ne- like during the week. Um, and then this one, this someone said rate the transfer window. This they messaged me saying rate the tra- rate our transfer window. So now it's shut. I will. First thing Sunday morning, coffee. I never used to ever um, drink coffee. I even worked in an office for like seven and a half years. Seven and a half years? Yeah, I left. Yeah, seven and a half years. Um, maybe close to eight. And I never ever really drank brews, like tea or coffee. I'd go and make coffee because it meant you could be out of the office for like, tw- I'd drag it out for like 20 minutes. Um, but I never really had coffee. I'd have green tea when I was being healthy, but never been a coffee guy and now I have a coffee every day. I don't think that sounds good on the mic, does it? The slurp. And um, that's the only thing I don't like about fasting when I'm doing these 36 hour fasts. Is the the morning where I can't wake up and have my coffee like I feel knackered all day for not having, for not having a coffee. Do you know what? We're five minutes into this video, I went spoke once about the trans- Liverpool's transfer window, so I want to keep this at like twenty minutes. So um, yeah, the transfer window it's closed, isn't it? Don't know. A lot of people had rated. It. I said before that I thought it was a bad window. I didn't, don't think we've spent enough money at all. I think we should have definitely spent like this was supposed to be our big big rebuild. And what have we? What's our our net spend isn't even what Bellingham would have cost. So everyone's saying we had this Bellingham money. We've not even spent the money for Bellingham. Plus, we should have had more money than we than we um, than Bellingham cost. We should have definitely had more money. I don't feel like we've addressed the key the, the key like issues we had. Defensive midfielder Fabinho was the best in the world, wasn't he, for a couple of years? But then he's dropped off massively. So we've actually needed a new one for since last summer, really. I'd say. I mean, his performance has picked up a little bit on the back end of the season, but we didn't finish in the top four. So like, obviously, it wasn't good, like a good enough season for picking up at the back end of the season and doing a run for the top four is not like his standard. Do you know what I mean? He's gone from being the best fucking defensive midfielder in the world. So we've needed one since last summer. I don't, still don't think we've got gone and got one. Like I get. Maybe if he's going to change the system from what we've been playing, where Firmino has been the uh, f- uh, the Firmino, Fabino has been the the like main defensive midfielder. I'd seen that. Um, I've learned about double and single p- pivots for the first time this week, so I've seen the single and double, uh, double pivots. And I get that if he was doing a double pivot, like so, it's in my head that is Rice and Phillips for England, and it were like two players who are not good enough to be a to be a good standout defensive midfielder themselves. I play, you play with two who are alright who like make it alright do you know what I mean like I'm guessing that's what that's what the double pivot is and I don't mind that if you had McAllister and Gravenbach is it Gravenbach however his name's pronounced with Slobazai <laughs> so someone in the in the one of the boys in the group chat said the first day he signed listen lads I'm going to make it all easy for you We'll just all call him Slobo, and I've stuck by that. Slobo is perfect for me. I'm not like massively into a uh, football nicknames. There's some that like like Robo is fine. Calling him Rob, calling him Robertson Robo is fine, but and Slobo is just because his name's so hard to pronounce. I don't like the ones like Studge. Do you remember when used to people used to say Studge? Even Hendo, I hate I hate Hendo. Like there's sometimes when I'd be like overly sticking up for for Henderson, and then um, someone will be like helping me and comment, and I think yeah, but then they'll be calling him Hendo, and I just think ugh. It's been a few other bad ones, aren't there? I don't I'm trying to think of which what bad nicknames were the cringy nicknames we had. Um, well, I can't think of any now on the spot. 
Well, Hendo and Studge are the two worst anyway, but there's definitely been others. Millie, Millie's bad. Millie was bad as well. Um, but Jimmy was fine. Jimmy was fine, but Millie, no, Millie wasn't good. Um, I keep looking over there, so I'm looking at my phone. But I still haven't made notes for any of these videos. I need to start, everyone says, no, it's mad because some people are saying, oh, you like, go off track a little bit more, you should make notes. But then a lot of people are saying, like, that's the good thing. It's funny how, like, you don't really stay on track with anything. But, yeah, we didn't get a proper six and... Proper sixes are important, like one of the, probably the most important, I think it's one of the most important positions, like a good six or a bad six can change a side, but a good six especially can, it can do so much because it can make your other midfielders look good, it can make okay defences look, look good, look at um, United last season with Casemiro there, that's not a good defence but they looked like capable last season because of Casemiro but he, even he's, I think, do you know what I've worked out? Someone tweeted me this. And I think I like I agree. It's not it's not a long shelf life, is it, for a defensive midfielder? I've not, I don't think I've ever sat down and like worked that out and realised it. But it's not, is it? You rarely ever see defensive midfielders going like maybe there's a couple of exceptions in the rule, but you rarely see them going into like the late. Do you know the, the high energy ones as well? Like Busquets went late, but he was never like a like a Makalele or an Essien or a, do you know what I mean? That sort of defensive midfielder. They were the ones. They were that Makalele, and it was sad because Essien was at Chelsea, but they were the defensive midfielders I loved. Um, it's probably my favourite position. Yeah, I'd say it's my, like, it's, like, as in, like, obviously everyone likes a striker, everyone likes a winger, but defensive midfielder, I love a defensive midfielder, and I think Liverpool, when we've had good defensive midfielders, have been good sides, so when we did the, I'm guessing this was a double pivot, does this mean Rafa was ahead of the curve, or were they already doing double double pivots back then, when we had Mascherano and Alonso? Although I think Mascherano could have been a defensive midfielder on his own, but that, I'm guessing that was like a double pivot. We've been good sides, you know what I mean? Fabinho was one. Fabinho was one of the best. Um, I always add, like, I still haven't done this laptop screen where it doesn't go dark every ten minutes. Yeah, I'm on ten minutes again. Um, Fabinho for me was the best in the world, and when he was playing in our team, we were a good team. When we had like a two good, I suppose, defensive midfielders ish with Alonso and Mascherano, we were a good team. But then you think when the drop off and Lucas started playing, we were a bad side. Like I think we've been good. To, we've we've been, in recent history we've been good when we've got good defensive midfielders because it just shows up a lot like like I said then a bad defence can be made good with a good defensive midfielder cures a lot of your issues and we haven't gone out and bought a good defensive midfielder for me I just don't think we are well I don't know I don't know how good this end is going to be like for, he's 18 million do you know what I mean like I'm not mourning about the price 18 million in this day is like when you used to go out and buy 7-8 million pound players you know to just bolster the squad so not mourning about the signing I think it's sound and it's even though like people are saying he looks slow and that but like, he's played in two teams with ten, 10 men in the most demanding position probably in in the midfield when you've got 10 men as well, which makes it even worse. The physicality that he would have had um, coming into the, like going into a Bundesliga season as opposed to coming into a Premier League season, he would have been nowhere, he'd been miles off the pace, like, but he wouldn't have needed to be, it's not like a bad thing, like why would you overtrain yourself to a level you don't need to be at but I'm guessing when he he probably didn't he was probably shell shot when he came into training for Liverpool but he, you, you imagine he'd get there um, a lot of like so what is this is just sounds proper ignorant I know it's South Asia but it's South East Asia like Japan and Korea and all that and like China is that like what is that South East Asia think of the players that come from like that area into the Premier League or even England like maybe like, I don't think there's been many championship ones but like Premier League players they the high energy, like they, they work harder than everybody else. Like, so I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be a fine signing if he's fourth choice. The thing is, or no, to me, which I'm guessing he's fourth choice. He's the fourth choice midfielder. I don't know, maybe fifth because like the the little situation with Thiago. But guessing from the fees, Gravenbach, McAllister, 
I suppose McAllister and Graven Graham and McAllister, by the way, both at less than 35 million, or I think maybe McAllister was maybe 36. People keep texting me. Maybe 36. Um, is, is a steal in it. I know we, we paid like a bit more for Slobber's Lie, Slobbo, but. Um, but I think that's a I think that's a bargain. If you looked at what the midfielder started going for towards the window, I think we acted fast because that is the price of a midfielder like him, and he's he is unbelievable. But the other, I'm guessing that's going to be the midfield three. If you look at the price tags, like as I, I know he says Endo's been bought to to play games, but surely not start every week. It's surely our midfield three now is Gravenback, Slobo, and McAllister. But what do you, there's no defensive midfielder there, and that's what I'm just thinking. Oh, like I, if we had a dominating, and obviously. We can dress it up how we want. The, the the way we finished the window is not what we wanted. Definitely not what we wanted. We went for Caicedo, went for Lavi, Chase Lavia most of the summer. So we did want a like a commanding six, and I haven't got. I don't know if Caicedo is a full on commanding six, but I, yeah, you would say he is, and he could definitely do that. Um, do that role. I was buzzing when we never paid hundred and ten million for him, though. That was ridiculous for you. I don't, Brighton, you need to be careful with these Brighton players. What Brighton players kick on? Like people throwback like what's he called Ben White and you think right Ben has Ben White kicked on that much yeah he's, he starts and he's doing well for Arsenal yeah get, don't get me wrong but is he like setting the world on fire and one one of them so people can give you one like example of a Brighton player that seriously kicks on and even then it's a bit disputed like you need to be careful with these Brighton players McAllister at 35 million it's not a problem but 110 million for a Brighton midfielder when you've seen Brighton midfielders leave all the time and Brighton just play the exact same Crazy, but we, obviously we were chasing. We chased defensive midfielders, so we wanted a defensive midfielder, and now we have, we've ended up with without one. And if you think of the, the if you yeah, because Slobbers yeah, other than maybe McAllister, which was a, st- a steal, but then we got that done earlier. The other three midfielders we bought, we didn't, we could have got them at the start of the window for the price we paid. Slobber, I'm Slobbo, it's Slobbo forever on all these videos. Slobbo, we activated his release cost, so we could have bought him on day one. And then 18 million for Endor, was that a ch- like, I know it's Frankfurt in it, they tell the players, like, is that a cheap, is that a cheap price for him? Like, did we get him at, like, at a certain time at a steal? No, we probably could have got him for 18 million day one of the window. And then 40 million euros for a Graven back. They paid fucking like 18 and all those a few add ons, but they paid like 18 for him last year. He barely played up last year. When he played, he wasn't good for him. They don't want him, they don't play him. Like, we could have got him for 40 million at the start of the window. So the fact that we've gone from first choice to second choice and then ended up, like, I'm not sad we've ended up with these players because I've said, I've said for years, any, just, Klopp is a system team like Brighton, but better. Like, look at the players who leave Liverpool. Everyone goes, oh, he doesn't really get better than Liverpool. It's because I don't think the, the players are sometimes that good. I think it's the system that makes them look good. So I, I'm happy with the signings, but we can't lie and say they were our first choice signings because they weren't our first choice signings. So, he obviously wanted to play with a proper six because it's worked so well for him Like with this run with this Liverpool team. And then he's not going to be able to, but a proper six with McAllister and Slobbo in front of him I think would have been unbelievable. Like, I, like them two. I was never massive on McAllister at Brighton Poly because I'd hardly ever seen him and I just, like I said, I've got a bit of a bias against Brighton players not being good. But I, from what I've seen since, the little tiny bit since he signed for us, them two with a proper six behind him with a bit more thing to let loose would have been great, but now what I feel like we're going to have to have is Graven back and um, and McAllister. Look at my buzzwords here as a as a double pivot with Slobo in front of him, which I still think will be good because I think it's like a leggy. Is McAllister legs though? I think he'll have to be. Maybe he is. It's like a leggy, and and I did see someone say that Graven back's lazy, but that'd be bad if them two are not leggy and the, and they're not high energy. And, why McAllister's not because he's not that sort of player and that Gravenback's lazy then we're fucked but if Gravenback can be 
I know it's, maybe this is a lazy comparison because they're both Dutch, but if he can be anything like what Genie was, where he's always fit, plays all the games, you miss him when he's not there because he just runs a lot and uh, wins the ball back a lot. Gets Because of how he used to turn and that, he won a lot of fouls for as well. That's one thing. And I think I did see someone say, was it that Sam Maguire? I think he said... Um, Graffenbach wins a lot of fouls, and that's a, what it's a big thing for a midfielders to win a lot of fouls, um, especially like obviously high up the pitch or more so like around your own area. Do you know what I mean? Or in your own half. So if it's, if that's going to be the three, then I think it will be good enough because I think it'll be high energy enough and quality enough and like I don't know, like industrious enough um, to do well. But I think he wanted a proper six, and I think we're missing a trick not having a six with them two further forward. But another thing which I think is massive by signing four midfielders is Thiago. I've been speaking about this all week, Thiago. So, to me, Thiago's still today one of the best midfielders. Like, and it's mad because when he was at Barcelona, I thought he was one of them players where, do you know where Barcelona have these youth players where they're not that good? But because Barcelona were so good, they could just slot them in and they'd do okay then sell them for like a decent bit of money. I thought he was like that. And then especially he goes to Bayern Munich, which is probably, is that one of the easiest teams to play for in Europe? Bayern Munich, like... And he went there. But then now when I've seen him, he is one of the best midfielders of this era easily. And if you can manage him to 20 to 25 games a season, he'll be unbelievable. For them, 20, 25 games a season, he is one of the best midfielders in the league. Without a doubt, one of the best midfielders in the league. But think think of last season. Was it last season? Yeah, it would have been last season. He, there was a run. I, I always This is like a, a reference I always go back to. Where he played, I think it was four or five games in two weeks. I think it might have been five games in two weeks. And one of them was a third round FA Cup replay against Wolves. Do you? When would Thiago ever be required to start in a third round FA Cup replay against Wolves? Like, but he had to because we had no options. Like, so no wonder he was fucking injured all the time. And he's injured, but he's he's never been a player that can play for like plays thirty league games in a season. You're more erring on the side of twenty than twenty five. Like you get thirty. You, you're lucky to get 30 in all competitions out of him, maybe like just over 30 in all competitions. Like, But if you can manage him to these 20-25 league games a season, say more than 20, the games he's playing, if you can and you put him in the right games, he'll dominate the game and we'll win easily. Even one of them easy wins where it's 2-0, but you literally don't lose the ball, like completely control the game, score two goals at the right, the right times where the game's just killed off and he just keeps possession. He can take the ball anywhere with any space, get himself out of any trouble. Little pass, he can get a, he can get a, he can find a pass that takes out three players, three players on the press easily. One of the best midfielders, I think, of this era. We just need to keep him fit. Um, but not, but the the, the defense. So that's obviously just like sort of like comparing thingy in the midfield. And we just, but we let a lot of midfielders go as well, didn't we? But replacing them with legs is fine. Curtis Jones as well. Like Curtis Jones, I'm not a massive fan of him. Don't think he's a great player. I think he like will probably have to go and leave Liverpool eventually, but so he's probably at what sixth sixth choice midfielder. Well, that's fine. He's a perfect sixth choice midfielder. He's been here long enough, so he can slot right in, and he knows the system, like can adjust to whatever clock tells him. He doesn't seem to be kicking up a fuss that he's sixth choice, or like been fifth, sixth choice. Do you know what I mean? And he he has he has good games. Usually plays okay. Like I think his bad games, he usually looks bad. But then usually when he's having a bad game, he gets took off early anyway. So it's never like that much of an issue. Curtis Jones for me as a sixth choice midfielder is as is fine for any top level Premier League club. Like absolutely fine with that. Um, but it's just the defence. Why have we not not bought any defenders? This is what we do. So last year we needed midfielders. Did we buy a single midfielder? We didn't buy a single midfielder, did we last year? And we and we needed midfielders. 
So what did we? What, what what was our summer last year? We bought attackers, didn't we? Yeah, we bought Nunes. Was that all? We put only surely we never only just bought Nunes last year. Why do I not do any research for these videos? Well, last year I think we addressed our attack, didn't we? Especially with Gakpo in January, um, Nunes. But then we needed midfielders and we didn't. And now we've addressed midfield this summer. But we needed the midfielders last last year and we needed defence. Some something doing to the defence this summer and we haven't and I, like it affected us last season with the midfield issues like it's affected us in the past with when we, every time we've left ourselves short in a position and gambled going into the season thinking can we sort it out next summer it's never worked we've always had a crisis in that position the, the defence crisis sorry that was what I was thinking of in the COVID, the COVID year when we ended up playing midfielders in defence because we never addressed we, know, we, we will always leave ourselves short and it's never ever paid off the defence one didn't the midfield one didn't last year and now is the defence one going to not pay off again because we're one injury away from that defence being a shambles haven't literally loaned out our cover right back so I guess Gomez is now fourth try centre half and is our full time uh, right back cover but it's just not the same we need, we need an attacking right back as cover for um, for Trent and then left back as well like we all love the Greek love him um, he's like he's like a sound squad player but it but with Robin like and it, this it kills me to say this but with Robinson looking a little bit older and a bit more like not, I don't know if it's not off the pace, but yeah, maybe it's off the pace. Doesn't suit the system. I don't really know what the new system is like. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't suit the system. I don't know. But with him visibly slowing down a little bit, and the the sub is fucking uh, Timisic. Timisic. I'm so Costas. Let's say Costas. I'm so bad at pronouncing players' names. Costas. It's not good enough. I think we needed a right back. Definitely. A centre half was a given. How have we not signed a centre half? We've got Canate and Van Dijk, which I'm happy as a as a partnership. That, that's a good partnership but then after that you've got Matip or Gomez Matip injury prone older was looking old last year and probably was looking old the uh, the, the year we fucking out it's embarrassing saying it the year we could have won the quadruple looked a bit older that year as well and now he's a year like two years older from that injury prone and Gomez is just <sighs> I had high hopes for Gomez and then he's just never been the same after the injuries has he and it's sad because I think there was a great defender in there and there probably is he's still a good defender maybe I don't know you <sighs> Then again, it, like being fourth choice at Liverpool is that like compared to going playing every week at like I don't know like a not a Wolves, someone better than Wolves, like a, a West Ham. But like, well, you're not going to get caught out more because you're playing for West Ham, and he he can get caught out. So we've not addressed the defensive issues, and then we're going to probably next summer we'll address the defense. The only good thing is the midfield we've got because um, even Endo at thirty, I don't think he's going to be a bad 30 year olds like there are bad 30 year olds but I think he'll be fine I think you'll get a lot out of him just because of like his background and that and then the other f three we've signed being young the midfield started for years and I think our attack is still sort of like started for years and plus <sighs> see this is not an anti-seller thing like I think what people have forgot about Liverpool we sell we're a selling club all, especially my my like my life sport in Liverpool, at the end of the day, we've always been when a player when a player gets to the top end of the fee, we can say no to certain amounts, but when a player gets to the top end of the fee, we all, we're a selling club. We sold Torres, we sold Suarez. I suppose we sold Owen, but that was a bit like thingy because he ran his contract down, didn't he? Matter many times, Michael Owen has fucking screwed this club over, and still, like some people think he's all right. And isn't he still? A, isn't he actual a club ambassador? It's a fucking disgrace. But yeah. Back on subject, we haven't sorted our defence out and then it's going to definitely cost us and we'll try and sort it out next season. But then, yeah, like I was saying, I don't think we'll be short. To be fair, if we can get to next season, do something, anything decent this season, get to next season and sort of defence out, I think we'll be fine because the midfield's there for years. The attack is there for years. Jota's not old. Nunes isn't old. Uh, Diaz isn't old. Gakpo isn't old. Salah, obviously, 
I don't know if you, people are not going to like this, but he is going to. If, if we get anything over a hundred million next summer, he has to go. You have to sell him. What would he be thirty-two? Will he have one year left on his contract? That's the issue. How are we going to get that money now when he's got a year left on his contract next summer? Wouldn't be honestly wouldn't surprise me if they sold him in January. Um, the money's too good to turn down, and that means so. So they usually give us, don't they? What what we have like sixty, seventy million net to spend each summer. That was what that's what Coppola have to use to, for the defence. Our attackers are already sound. Obviously, you take Salah out of the attack, it's a big, mass, it's a massive drop off. Like I'm not pretending to. Even though last season I didn't think he played that well, and people are mad if they. When I said that he's like lost his step, his best years are behind him. If you think he's as good now as he was the first year, the, the Kiev season, and the and the Madrid season, you're mad. You're off your head. No way. And the and the Premier League season, you're mad. He got he gets goals and assists because he's an unbelievable player, probably top five player that's ever played in the Premier League. So they'll always get goals and assists. Listen, you take that out of the team, it's gonna be massive. But but you can't watch football with your eyes and tell me that he's playing the same as he used to play because he isn't. And that money, if we could get hundred million from him, we'll say 120, 130 million from him in January, or 150 million in January, who knows? You've got the usual budget that we get for every summer for him to improve the defence, and then he'll have 150 million because listen, I hate FSG, I do. And there's a lot of times when I think we def I think they'll leave us short and like little bits of money will go missing. Like, do you know how we, every summer we seem to get rid of a bit of deadwood and you think like, where's all them wages gone? Where's all that money gone? Because it's definitely not gone back into the team. But when we sell big players for big money, they do. They give the money back. They do it all the time. Torres, they invested every penny from the Torres straight back into the team. Uh, they, they invested the Suarez money back into the team. They invested the Coutinho money back into the team. So want fair play to them. When we sell someone for big money, they, they invest it in. So I... If we sold Salah for 150, let's say 100, say 140 million at worst case scenario, or 130 worst case scenario in January, plus the little 60, 70 million we usually get each summer, like what we can spend, that's 200 million in the summer to sort the defence out, buy an attacker to replace um, Salah, and who knows, then still probably maybe buy a big six then, and and obviously Endo just gets dropped back to like a serious squad player instead of like a on the fringes like he is now. So I don't think we're a million miles away. I just think we've left ourselves short, and I think this is a, a league where you could, where you got uh, a year where you can run at the league. Arsenal are going to be a million miles away from where they were last season. Tottenham look good, but they'll have a spell where they don't look good because obviously it's just like a new manager bounce and that, and people like people will definitely find them out and then they'll adjust. And, but they're not going. Chelsea, like I think Chelsea will finish strong. I said that. I think I said the best time to play Chelsea was early, like when we played them. The only problem is because we're such idiots and we leave our leave it late to do our business. We're never in the best. Best we can be early either, but I think playing Chelsea. Early, I said, and I've said, I've said this. I've put it out there. Playing Chelsea early is good because teams are going to beat Chelsea that shouldn't beat Chelsea. And I won't say click, and they're all right. They'll be fine. Chelsea will be good. They'll have a good strong end to the season. But Arsenal are going to be a million miles off. Chelsea will be fine, but I don't think title challenge. City are obviously going to challenge for the league, probably win the league. But you always get like a surprise team. That most obviously we we weren't a surprise team. We fucking dominated with them for years. But you usually get. If, Someone who's going to do a title challenge. It's very rare there's a season where City is just first and then have seven or eight points clear all season, then win the league. Do you know what I mean? So, and that could have been us easily with just, I think, one more signing just to shore up the defence, even if you'd have just got a right back or a centre half, probably a centre half most. Uh, I think we'd have been fine and we haven't, we haven't done it. So it's just fucking annoying. What's he saying? No way. Um, well, how would I do that at the end when I'm finishing it now? Yeah, I've gone 27 minutes. Didn't want to really want to go above 20, but this is my uh, transfer window recap. I'm, so I keep getting told off for not saying like and subscribe at the end of the videos, but 
Just like and subscribe if you can be asked. See ya.